Hey guys, this is Kevin Owens. Uh, make sure to listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. Take it easy, guys. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news. Wrestling news, rumors, and injury report Covered by the greatest in the whole damn sport This week in wrestling, who made the book? Five second shuffle, pay-per-view, points game Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out It's happening again What the fuck, man? They got purged late last night <sighs> Crazy God NXT cleared house. Yeah, yep, they sure did. <laughs> it's insane in the membrane. No dignity, uh, no doubt. God, crazy, crazy, crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Horrible. Ostrous. Horrible. Who's the list? Name, name them. All right. Well, before we name them, let's name ourselves. We got Tony Diaz, Rick Surround the Third, and Clay Cummings here with you live yes. from Wrestling POV Podcast. Yes, yeah. not live. Yeah, you know what I mean. Kind of. But anyway, we'll be soon. Yes, we will be. Yeah. We all have uh, NXT releases Bobby mm. Fish, Bronson Reed, oh. Jake Atlas, and then a bunch of guys I don't know Ari Sterling, Kona Reese, Leon Ruff. Yeah. Stephon Smith, Tyler Rust, Zachariah Smith, Asher Hale, Giant Zangier, and Mercedes Martinez again. Yeah. Yep. But here's the thing. Mercedes Martinez, right? She, did you hear why she never signed with AEW? No. Because she said they're unorganized. Really? Yes, she said that they're unorganized and that um, that it, it, she basically said what I've always been saying: it's buddies helping buddies. Um, yeah. And that's why she went to WWE. She went to NXT of all things, and you know because she said just the the environment and everything is so organized and blah 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 blah. That's why she never went to uh, AEW. Oh, she might be thinking about it now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If not, then she'd be elsewhere. But I find it fucked up that she got released while she was injured. Yeah. 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 That that's crazy. Uh, uh, Bobby Fish is in the middle of a storyline. Was Tyler yeah. Rust is in Tyler a diamond Rust mine. Is a diamond mind. Yep. Not anymore. Bronson Reed. I think. I think. Um, that's the biggest one. That's the biggest one. Physically in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, my god it just doesn't make sense it, it really doesn't is. at this no. point now is it just does not make sense right now no at this point in time i don't get it while rick's you know falling off the the video yeah. everything what's wrong with you rick you, you that upset that you had to fall i, I think so Bronson Reed. <laughs> i mean 
Bronson Reed's already saying AEW Impact. You know, give me a call. Yeah. Well, my thing is that's that's just him being angry. That's just him being angry. Come on, seriously, you really want to call out that company? Nothing against them, but come on now. Yeah. Uh, Leon Ruff, man, I thought he was gonna stay forever. He looked like a lifer. Yeah. Well, I mean, also the thing too is that they're saying, like a lot of the people in the back, they just don't know if their job is safe. Yeah. So with that in mind, it's like I think the only people that are truly I think the the number one person that's really truly safe is um Roman. Yeah. They, they they ain't getting rid of if they get rid of him, then you gotta start worrying. But I think as of right now, if you're if you're a champion, if you hold a title, I think you're safe. You pretty much say this and if you're going for the title, I, I have to say you're pretty much safe. Yeah. I mean is that fair to say? Yeah. No, it is. Um, because they don't give a shit, obviously, about storylines. They don't no, give they a don't. shit about stables. <laughs> you know, I mean, Bobby Fish was just in the storyline with Roderick Strong. Um, that's, uh, I guess, kiboshed. But not only that, Diamond Mine was just, it just started. And you got rid of one of the guys there. Yeah. Leon the Ruff. The Diamond in the Rust. And now he's gone. Yeah, oh, he was a bum anyway. I'm sorry, man. Ooh. Let's be real. Tyler, Tyler Rust. Rust. <laughs> well, I didn't like him much either. Why, was, why is he a bum? He was a bum. He was just—he looked like enhancement talent. I mean, I I prefer Leon Ruff over Tyler Rust for sure. Jesus Christ! Well, that's not nice, Rick. Well, it's not, but it's true. <laughs> uh, Bobby Fish also, whatever. Yeah. He wasn't there for a while. He came back. He looked out of shape. He looked like he didn't belong there. I, I'll i go into their match later on when we discuss it on NXT POV, but I was not into that match either. So, okay, Bobby Fish is gone. I, yeah. I had a lot of respect for Bobby Fish as a tag team artist, but as a solo run, from what I've seen, Undisputed Era can't run solos, except for Adam Cole, baby. Everybody else just seems to be like I got a lot lost on him in the too. shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on with him. Um, yeah. I don't know, bro. I'm just I'm a little confused. I'm a little confused, and so is everybody else. Everybody's confused because they're like, what the fuck is going on? It just yeah. seems like every week more and more, more go. But check this shit out. I just heard right before we got on the air, there's more coming. There's more wow. coming. What the fuck? I mean, a long time ago, when all this was was happening, we were saying uh, that is probably because they were getting ready to sell. You know? Yep. So for me, it's like, but why are you going to get rid of talent? Exactly. For me, it's like, all right, you're getting rid of all these talents. Okay, fine, sure. But you're getting rid of a lot of big names. I that- mean... You're signing Goldberg. Exactly. Don't sign Goldberg. Exactly. Why did you sign Goldberg then for? You know what I'm saying? And it it seems to me it's like the minute you open your mouth, then it's easier for them to release you. Because that's what happened with Ric Flair. Yep. And Ric Flair said he has no animosity towards WWE. But he was expressing concerns about about, uh, uh, Charlotte's programming. 
They said Charlotte, but then they changed it to someone else's. They didn't uh, say who. They just say like some of the storylines that was going on in WWE creative wise didn't make sense. So he was uh, voicing his opinion and that, uh, uh, of course, they just didn't like it. And uh, Rick Flair sent a text to Vince, giving him an ultimatum. <laughs> the ultimatum was uh, bye. And they did it. And they, did. <laughs> yeah. they said, woo. Bye. <laughs> Woo, bye, boy. But um, it, it's just getting out of hand now at this point. Wow. Yes. You no, know, it, it really is. It's it's getting to the point to where it's like, how can you enjoy what's going on when there's a good possibility that they could be released? Yeah, and, and oh my God, I got to, before we go on to our spotlight, I got to read you this. It's nothing big, but it, <laughs> Some when this was happening, of course, it's all over the internet and stuff like that. And someone said, Oh my god, please release Keith Lee so he can go to AEW so Tony Khan can book him correctly. What? <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know, man. No, Honestly, no, no. no, listen, 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 Linda, listen, listen. <laughs> If they release Keith Lee, fine. Is he being booked that properly? Since he's been on the main roster, I'm going to say no. No. Yeah. I'm going to say no. But before I go on to the other gibberish, they said that he, um, that uh, there, Vince has a storyline in place for him, which consists of him losing as part of it. And something is supposed to happen between that. So okay. I'm like, all right, fine. Sure. But to say that Tony Khan can book him better, no, no. What was you gonna say, Rick? I mean, I'm just. I was gonna say Keith Lee. Honestly, I could care less since he's come to the main roster. He had a great run in NXT. I think he should have stayed in NXT a little bit longer. Uh, yeah. His main roster run has been nothing but deplorable, mm-hmm. and uh, it lo- it's not looking too good. Um, and what about me and him? Exactly. Yeah. Where's she been? She's supposed to be on that. SmackDown, and she she's not she's doing on anything. Instagram posting pictures of and videos of her and her dog. Yeah, her bulldog. It's a nice little bulldog. dog. Uh-huh. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, but but I mean, yeah, it's crazy. But wait a minute. What about the fact of um of uh him or him? Is it him? Yeah. Uh, uh Tony Khan booking is better than WWE. I don't agree with no, that. No, I don't agree with that either. I think no. right now Tony Khan got his hands full with a lot of people on a roster, but he's only putting out the same people every week. So it's yeah, it's kind of tough on him. And me, we'll get into that. Yeah, we will. Later. And we will. But let me ask you a question, though. Um, with all these releases, and then, of course, everybody's coming out saying, oh, just... um." They're going to go to AEW and blah, 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 and this and that. It's like, then he's going to have a full roster. Mm-hmm. It's going to make it hard for him to start signing people. That's what so I he, said last week about he, Marco Stunt. What are you going to do with those guys? When exactly. You start signing the bigger names. Exactly. I mean, I, actually, I think everybody would jump for joy if Marco Stunt goes bye-bye. You know, I'd be one of them. But, I don't know. you know, AEW the thing is he's borrowing daddy's him. money. That's, that's true. Tony Khan's money. So people thinking that it's Tony Khan. That's not his money. 
That's his daddy's money. (laughs) So, but of course, you know, the daddy's like, yeah, I'll give you whatever, whatever you want. Just get out of my face. (laughs) That's what it seems like. Wrestlers. Yeah. Go be with your wrestling friends. I don't give a shit about it. How much you need now? 10 million. All right. Here go, go away. Go buy some live action figures, but (laughs) don't come out with that. Ah, that's such a slap in the face to Vince. And and I'm not defending Vince. You know, he's been on this kind of weird tyrant lately, but you still got to give him respect to what he done to the business in itself for the past few years, past several years. Tony Khan just got into this business. You're going to say his booking is already better. Yeah. No, no, come on. He he brought in Nick Gage for Christ's sake. No, <laughs> bring in Hoover <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> we'll get into that later. All right, that's enough of the jibber jabber. Uh, spotlight this week, Brian Danielson, Rick. All right, Brian Danielson. Who would you want to see him sign, uh, fight against if he does sign with AEW? Now, the big thing is if we don't know for sure yet, but if he was to sign with AEW. Who would you like to see him face off up against? Now, this is where the dilemma comes in. I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, look at this roster. This roster is starting to become full of WWE guys, or it's full of the elite guys. There's no guys that I'm looking at that I'm like, hmm, should Brian Davidson waste his time with any of these guys? The only guy that stands out to me is Kenny Omega. That's the matchup I want to see is Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. That's the, he should go straight to the top. I see people all the time talking about, oh, maybe he should work his way to the top. No. If Brian Danielson signs with AEW, he should automatically get a title shot up against Kenny Omega. Let it happen. Automatic. Uh, automatic. Because look at the roster. Fuck the, Who, fuck the, 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 the rankings. The yes. Forget that. I don't care about that. The, the other other name, the only I other don't name even think cares about that. No, yeah. that's yeah, that's the other thing. They don't give a shit about no rankings there from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. The other name I would mention is Malachi Black. I think that's a great story that you could have with Daniel Bryan, the good the baby face versus the top heel. I think Malachi Black proved that he's the top heel now after what he did to Cody. And yeah. we'll get into that later. But uh yeah, I think Kenny Omega is at the top of the list of who I would want to see Brian Danielson face off against. Uh Clay, who you got? Definitely, I agree with the whole Kenny Omega thing. I feel like those two could work a great match. Uh, the match in general will be awesome. But here's here's one guy that I think I would love to see. If Brian Danielson were to turn heel instead of the babyface coming in, have him face against Jungle Boy. I feel like Ooh. those two would put on a hell of a show. All right. And, I and definitely the, see that. The storyline was right. And, you know, I, I we don't know if Jungle Boy could work heel. But – you know, if one of the scenarios could, I feel like those two would work awesome together. No, nope. that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. But uh, I think with Jungle Boy, he's got too much of a baby face to be a heel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Brian, showed he can pull, pull a heel. Brian so, can, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, do, sure. you know, do that storyline. Yeah, that uh, would be interesting. That uh, would be. Tony, what do you think about Brian Danson? Who would you want him to face off against? Uh, I don't know. Jesus. Um, Cody? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) God. Oh, my Lord. Um, Shit. I don't know. 
to be honest. I don't know who stands out, to be honest. Uh, That's what I'm saying. It's either Miro, but we've seen that in WWE. Yeah. Like, there are so. We can see it again, yeah. Like, but the that's the thing that's what's happening with these rosters. It's like it's becoming full of the elite and it's mm-hmm. becoming full of WWE guys. Yeah. Now there are no home Sunny Kiss. We want to <laughs> see Sunny Kiss versus Brian Danielson. <laughs> no, bad boy uh, Joey Janela. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you know. Uh, it's just getting uh, you're naming off these guys and the AEW's bringing in these guys. I don't know, man. It's just that's rough. That's rough. I mean, they how many was it from NXT, Rick? Total like six, seven, twelve. 12? Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Bunch of them were uh, a bunch of no names. Though. Still, that's yeah. twelve. There's right. still people trying to get in. The, uh, they're in the at the performance center training. Yeah, The Rock's daughter's in there. Yep. <laughs> think she's uh, safe? I think she is. To be yeah, I, yeah. I think The Rock will definitely be getting a phone call, uh, and be like, "Yo, Vince, listen, smell what I'm cooking first, but uh, my daughter, no, not happening. Bye, bro." <laughs> 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 you know, seriously, they won't release her because of The Rock. If yeah. they ever want to bring The Rock back in WWE, they better not release her because <laughs> yeah. The Rock will be like, fuck you. <laughs> I, I seriously, I mean, right now, the only ones are safe are the ones that's holding the title right now yeah. in Roman. Even if Roman didn't have a title, he's safe. Yeah. I'll get rid of him. Jay Becker says, have him go into facing tougher competition than. Then at WWE, do a tournament for the number one challenger for the AEW championship. No. Mm-mm. You don't like that? No. no. Why? Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be just like the Christian storyline. Christian said he's going to work from the bottom to the top. Yeah. And look where that's getting Christian. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm bored with it. Mm-hmm. He's getting the title shot. Yeah. Christian. Huh? Seriously? And they talk about WWE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're talking about WWE. Oh my god. He's Christian's only been there what? Two couple, couple months. Yeah. And he's already got a title shot. Jungle Boy's been there since the beginning. And he just recently got a title shot. And that shit got squashed real quick, if you know. He got 50 freaking wins too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christian Wait, got who five. got 50 wins? Jungle, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy's got 50. God dang. Yes. How many losses? A bunch, but not as much as fifty. No, that's ridiculous. Uh, he's underrated, man. He needs very pushed. underrated. He needs pushed. He's very underrated. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! All right, that's your spotlight, um, Rick. Any sneak peek into next week's spotlight? Oh, uh, you know what? I how about Jungle Boy? Okay, all right. There you go. Next week's spotlight, right here first. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. Anyway, let's get into the <laughs> Facebook post. Uh, we have uh, AEW uh, and WWE. Is AEW and WWE working together with all this happening and uh, releases and, of course, uh, rumor mill of um, AEW doing all these signings with uh, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, uh, are the two biggest one rumor because it's still a rumor 
Let's just leave it at that because yep, they're not there yet. They're yep. not there yet until I see them physically. Then I'll believe it. But I've been also reading a lot that it just seems like AEW and WWE is working together. Um, Vince recently made a comment saying that, um, well, maybe they'll want more of my guys. And then look what happened. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, wait a minute. And then uh, I think the biggest so far has been Bray Wyatt uh, and his release, Braun Strowman, uh, Bronson Reed. Uh, yeah, because he was uh, he was kind of a, he was starting to be a big deal. Um, what else? Who else? I think Ruby. Uh, yeah. Rock- that's a big that's a big one there. That was a big hit. Um, who else? The Iconics. The Iconics. Um, Mercedes Martinez. That's another big hit. Um, a bunch, a bunch. There was a lot there. And there's a good possibility that they're going to AEW. But not only that, if you guys remember, before we read the comments on this, if you guys remember a long time ago, I said that I think it was when Daniel Bryan went first went on hi- hiatus. Um, what storyline was he even in? Oh, it was the Edge, was Edge and, and Roman. Roman. Yep, yep. Right after that storyline, he disappeared. Well, he's been gone since then. But it was like a few weeks after that. Um, I reported that uh, they were sending Daniel Bryan to New Japan, or yeah. to be in talks with New Japan. But New Japan is also working with AEW. Yeah. Because obviously they're having the, the, you know, they changed titles with the United States Championship. Uh, so, I mean, are they? It, it just seems like they are at this point. Um, what do you guys think before I read these comments? Okay, Clay. Well, <laughs> for me, I just, it's hard to think that. Vince would work with like a bigger company like an AEW instead of him being, you know, how he is and he's wanting to be by himself. And I don't, yeah, I just don't see that happening. Like, yes, he may not look at him as competition, but that's it's just hard for me to believe that all these other guys like a Miro or an Andrade would sign with somebody that's accompanied with WWE because of how maybe how mad they got booked or how mad that certain thing they want they want a new start yeah. so i would say i i just don't see it i don't see how that they would work together on something you know what i'm gonna disagree yeah. i honestly feel like vince mcmahon is working with tony khan and he's teaching him the ropes i think <laughs> he is eviscerating NXT and making it back to what it used to be, mm. you know, a little training area for people to get their name out there, exposure. But I think Vince McMahon and Tony Khan are working together. The more and more I think about it, the more I think, you know what, Vince got his hand in this. He's releasing way too many people and they're all going to AEW and it, it just see, and they're all on good terms with Vince, like Big Show, Mark Henry, all these guys that are on good terms with Vince just so happen to be going to AEW. Look what I just said about Ric Flair. What he yeah. just said. Ric yeah. Flair is going to go to AEW too. You know this. Mm-hmm. He, he'll probably be with Andrade at one point. It's just, it's just a weird thing where how all these guys who have good relationships with Vince McMahon are going to AEW, the competition, and I say competition in air quotes. Because 
it's just it's just weird. I, I, I have this funny feeling Vince McMahon got his hand in this. Could be. Could be. Because think about it, though. And, and I don't know if this will deter your answer, Rick, but think about it this way. When AEW was first coming around, look how many people uh, WWE was signing. They were yeah. signing a lot of people. They were yeah. giving them contract extensions. They were giving them more money. And yeah. then now, all of a sudden, they changed their mind. Yeah, be something. I don't know that I don't I see Clay thinks no you say yes and I'm in between I just you say know. goodbye and I, and I say, say hello hello hello, hello. <laughs> speaking of hello Matt Novak he said Vince is too stubborn to agree to anything like that so he doesn't agree with that he well, doesn't agree with you <laughs> Adam Manet says, I doubt it. Side note, WWE 100% just used a crowd cheer soundbite during Drew's entrance. Forgot to clip Michael Cole out the clip. <laughs> wow. Josh Anders responds to that, and he says, I was wondering what that was. Adam Manet said, I had a, uh, I had a feeling they would keep pumping crowd sounds after the Thunderdome. Uh, Darren Metzler, he says, uh, Metzler. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll go with that. He says no. He doesn't think he's so. very he's very simple. Darren yeah. Messler. He says yes or I no think? guy. You think? <laughs> <laughs> very yeah. I mean, uh you can't get a word out of him elsewise. Uh, Matt Honeycutt said certainly seems like it. Yeah. I I'm man, I'm still on the fence, man. Seriously. Um I don't know. I don't yeah. know because Vince is so egotistical. Yes. That why would he be uh, in cahoots with AEW? Why? It just then, wouldn't. But that then, just wouldn't make much sense. It, like, no. It, I but, don't know. But think of it this way, too. I mean, he is getting older. He's not getting any younger. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. There's a lot going through my head right now. I don't know. I mean, man, to me, it's like, okay, why would he be in cahoots with AEW when it took him this long to build? I mean, is it or is he the type that's like, I built this empire. I can destroy it. That's who he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah. I, I could see him being like that for sure. And then having this ego about himself that look what I did for AEW. If it wasn't, yeah. for me, they wouldn't be successful. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, he's like that. But then again, he's also loves WWE. He also loves wrestling. He, you know what? This just pops in my head. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho was just on broken skull challenge or broken yep. skull sessions. Yeah. Why would Vince allow that? Because it's Chris Jericho. But still, so, with the competition. I, competition, air quotes. He's with the competition, so why would he allow that? He would never have done that if it was during the WCW days. Oh, hell no. No, it's not a chance. He's doing it now. He let Chris Jericho and even had Chris and even said that it was okay for Chris Jericho to talk about AEW. Yep. Yep. I'm telling you, man. Well, wasn't Jericho even shocked that he allowed that, though? <laughs> Listen, Jericho? man. Jericho yeah. was shocked, but still, 
Mm-hmm. Still, Jericho is another player in this game. You have to remember, Jericho knows how to play this game. He's been yes, in he it for does. over 30 years. Yes, he so he knows how to – oh, yeah, yeah, I was so shocked. No, yeah. motherfucker, you knew. You knew. You knew. <laughs> you, of course you're going to talk about AEW. What, what else are you going to talk about for two hours? Yeah, you're not right. going to just talk about your career for two hours. You're going to talk about AEW. Sounds for gazy to me. Um, that's what I'm saying. Clay, you got to get on this side. I just, and that's the thing, like, you're making great points. I I just don't see Vince being like that. I just don't, especially caving and going down to helping this other, you know, that's not, yeah, that's the problem. He's not caving in, man. He's building on his empire. That's what it is. You know, Tony said, maybe it's like Vince McMahon is like, I built this, I'm destroying it. No, I don't see it that way. I see it as him building his empire. I got WWE. I took WCW. I got ECW. I have AEW now. I have NXT. He has all of this. I'm telling you, he's getting something out of this. There is no way. There's something. There's something that's going on. All these Vince guys. Christian is a Vince guy. Mark Henry, Big Show, Vince guys that are over there. Andrade. You said it right there. Mark Henry's a huge Vince guy. Yeah. He is. Yep. yep. Sorry, but he is. Daniel Bryan is a huge Vince guy. Yeah. CM Seriously. Punk when he got that, what'd you Not say? CM Punk. <laughs> I said CM Punk isn't. No, CM Punk isn't. No. <laughs> no. But CM Punk did agree to do that. Uh, That's true. Fox talk shit. That's still WWE programming. Yeah. Yeah. They'll agree to that. So there must have been not that much animosity there. Yep. So I don't know, man. It's it's all just a weird this one is thing. tough. Yeah. And I'm still on the fence. I'm still right in the middle. I'm in between y'all two. I don't know. Like like it's it's it sounds like it is, and then it sounds like it isn't. It sounds like he could be working. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? And on top of that, I mentioned earlier too, he's been trying to work with New Japan. And yep. there was a while ago where he was trying to do an NXT Japan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, that. Obviously, there's more and uh New Japan with AEW. I've never seen New Japan work do anything with um with WWE. Um so I don't know, man. This this one is tough. This one's very tough and it's difficult to try to 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 uh break it down no pun but um ah. yeah i did it but <laughs> you know what i'm saying it, this one is tough because you look you got to look at vince his ego and the way he is and then you look at while well, he's not getting any younger is he really going to try to sell this this guy to all right let, let's put it this way okay let's just put it this way if he is working with AEW and he's getting ready to leave. Let's just say he's yeah. getting ready to retire. He's trying to have as much money as he can. What do you think his demands would be before he lets WWE go? Like, who would run it? Because we mentioned before, is Triple H ready to run uh, Raw and SmackDown? We did that I, last week. So I'd now, say so. What do you guys think? Uh, it's Vince's demands before he leaves. Unless just if he is working with AEW, I would say that 
one of his demands to have Stephanie and Shane run it. Mm. Maybe make a McMahon be still involved, but I don't know. I would yeah. see more Stephanie than Shane because Shane all of a sudden disappeared again. Yeah. Yeah. He walked away again. So isn't that, yeah. that's not weird? Yeah. No. I, I, I think what Vince McMahon's demands is on my last fucking breath <laughs> shall no one take this company from me <laughs> until he dies. That's going to be it. his last breath that he takes is going to be the moment where he gives up the company and that company will be passed down to Stephanie Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That's who I think he's going to go to. Did you just say Stephanie Vincent <laughs> Kennedy McMahon? <laughs> yes. The true son he wanted. Uh, shoot. He does have an older son, you know. That's a yeah. Yeah, yeah, he has nothing to do with the wrestling. No, he doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, um, yeah except for the money, probably. Except for the money. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, you didn't answer the question. The question is the demand. What's the demand that Vince... His demand is that his family stays in running WWE. They also have their silent partnership in AEW. That's how I look at it. I feel like they're not... They don't want to be exposed as a solid company. They want to be separated, com- separate companies. So mm-hmm. I feel like WWE, AEW are still working together, but they don't want to acknowledge that they're working together. Keep mm. them separate. Uh, I think Stephanie takes over WWE. Triple H does the day-to-day work and so on and so forth. I think Shane McMahon at the age of 70 will still be jumping off hell in the cells and stuff like that. <laughs> every now and then, every four years, they bring him back to jump off a of hell in the cells. He's off like the that. third link. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's how I look at it. I think uh, Stephanie takes over, and they continue to work as silent partners. This is tough. Yeah. This, this is tough. Well, like JR would say, it's tough like a $2 steak. <laughs> buy my barbecue sauce <laughs> yeah. I did I do have it I got it for Christmas um, up next on our Facebook post where's Randy that's it that's how we where's Randy where'd he go oh man where is go. Randy you know going he's going to AEW going to AEW <laughs> <laughs> he Before put a lot of people your... in AEW that's for sure yeah yeah before you give, yeah, actually, that somebody put out a gif of Randy, um, like uh, what he said to uh, Mark Henry, what yeah. he said to Big Show, what he said to all these Christian, other, Christian, Christian, yeah, and, uh, and Bray Wyatt too. Yep, yep. Um, Matt, before you guys give your comments, Matt Novak, he says all competing in the rhythm uh, with rhythmic uh, gymnastics at the Olympics in disguise. All right. Fucking Matt's a joker now, huh? <laughs> Eduardo Higgs, he says, and remember what they say about Randy Orton. He does not trust anybody, and I don't blame him. He also does not give two shits about Matt Riddle, because when they were a tag tag team, they always lost. That's not right. That's not true. Mm-mm. They won. Josh Sanders says he's hiding on a remote location, hiding from all the people he has beaten and sent to AW. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Holy shit. Um, uh, Keith Nero said the Olympics. What the fuck is going on with this? <laughs> Why is everybody saying he's in the Olympics? <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, uh, but they might be right. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but uh, I don't know. I mean, what the fuck? It was like all of a sudden he just like disappeared. What yeah, the hell's yeah. going on? Uh, I don't get it. I I got him uh, cast shopping with his daddy. Okay. There okay. you go. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that wasn't good, Rick. That wasn't good. Uh, Clay, where's Randy? Where do you think he is? You know, I would have to agree with what Josh said. He's probably as many people as he sent to AEW. He's like, oh, well, maybe I'll go ahead and go too. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know, that, that may be one thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> fell off fell off the face of the earth. I don't know. I just, or he's just spending some time with Kim Orton. I mean, have you seen his wife? Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> there you go. That's uh, that's it for the uh, post this week. Uh, if you have any uh, questions or if you want us to uh, discuss anything, just drop us a line on our Facebook page and uh, we'll talk about it on the show. Uh, right now, it's time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> All right, Davey Boy Smith Jr. turns 36 years old. Yes, he does. Wow. Yes, yeah. he does. And there I... Now, he just signed with WWE, right? Yeah, yeah, SmackDown brand. Yeah, and now they don't know what to do with him already. Bro, give him the gear, the Davey Boy Smith gear. Let him go out mm-hmm. there and do what his dad did. He can yeah. do it. Yes, he can. That's a great thing for him to do. Mm-hmm. Everything. Give him the move set. Everything. Yeah. The suplex. The power slam. All of that. They already don't know what to do with him. Ain't that some shit? It's then it's, why sign him? Exactly. Place, if you have no fucking clue what to do with him, why sign him? Mm-hmm. Keep him away from AEW. <laughs> well, if they're working together, all... why the hell? You know? <laughs> out of all, Listen, people... man, they, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out eventually. I hope so for his sake. Yeah. And last but not least, Austin Theory, get this, turns 24. Wow, really? Wow. Yes. Wow. He's My daughter's kid. older than him. That's sad. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that means you're a lot older than him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can be oh. my Nino. <laughs> All right. With that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. earlier rick flair woo released from the wwe uh after asking for uh, his sign he signed he asked after asking for text message give or take and they said we'll take it get mm-hmm. out of here <laughs> um sheamus gets engaged congratulations yeah. are in order for sheamus yeah do you see his uh fling yes his fling his fiance yeah you know you know, whenever somebody gets engaged, the word fiance gets said about 10,000 times. My fiance. Oh, no. yes, my yeah. fiance. Exactly. Oh, my fiance. As a recent married man, that's that's for true. That's just <laughs> true. It's like, oh, your fiance. Your fiance. Yeah. 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 Here, oh, my fiance. Yeah, my fiance. Yeah, for sure. The dingo ate your baby. <laughs> <laughs> In sad news, beautiful Bobby Eaton passes away at age 62 years old. Now, How old was he? 62. 62. Oh, wow. Now, Tony, I'm going to be honest with you. 
I have no clue who beautiful Bobby Eaton is, but I seen That's how everybody I seen how everybody reacted to him. Who is he? What has he done? Where was he at, at during his career? He was part of a greatest tag team ever. Okay. You know he is? Um what the fuck's your name? Clay. <laughs> Honestly, I've heard the name before, but beautiful Bobby I'm not sure exactly what who he is, honestly. Oh my god. Tag team champion. He was with Jim Cornette. Nothing. No. Guys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know right now. Hold on. Before you continue, I already know that TJ Logan right now is like, how the fuck don't these guys know? Relax, TJ. I don't know. All right. I know. I'm being man enough to admit it that I don't know. Tony knows. Big fan. I don't know. Rock and Roll Express. Nothing. Midnight Express doesn't ring a bell. But like I said, I've heard the name. I will be honest. I've heard the name, but I, if I had to point him out of a crowd, I probably couldn't do it. Oh, my God. Seriously. Wow. Wow. So he was part of the Midnight Express. That's what yes. you're saying. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. She I know who they are. <laughs> God, dang, man. You're killing me. Wow. Yeah. yeah so it was That's sad. I'm sad. Uh, he had a major. I know the Midnight Express had a huge role in the tag team division for many years. Uh, I do know that everybody around the wrestling world had very big remorse for this passing. So that's why I was just like, "Wow, who who is this guy? What has he done?" So I just thought I'd bring that on. But Bobby Eaton, uh, uh, our fan, mm-hmm. our thoughts and prayers go out to your family and yes. uh, blessings for you, man. I'm sorry for your loss. I mean, it's, it's a sad day when you lose such a big name in the wrestling world. And uh, I'll be sure to check them out. Because I've seen some clips from FTR. And from what I saw in the clips, he could damn well wrestle. Yeah. For sure. So, And uh, my last bit of news. Tony Khan is going to take over editing after acclaimed rapper Max Caster's recent rap on AEW Dark. Now, I wanted to bring this up because mm-hmm. Max Caster went after Simone Biles for the mental health thing. Yeah. And he also made a Duke lacrosse rape joke in his rap. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what do you do to get on TV? Bro, you do, first of all, you're doing this on Dark. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. Now, it's been since then, it's been taken off. Tony Khan took it off. Yeah. I'm glad Tony Khan is taking over and doing the editing. And, and it's just like, we're not going to allow this to happen. No, like, no. from now on, I hope Tony Khan is like, listen, what's, what's your rap? Yeah. What are you rapping? Yeah. Because it, it's not funny. No, it's not. No. Nah, I, I don't, I don't I, blame Tony because yeah. at the end of the day, it's his company. You are representing him. And if you go out and talk and shit like that, it's not cool. No, no, it's not. And I'm about to put somebody on blast right now. And okay. I, I really don't give a shit. I really don't. Um, there's another podcast out there. Probably a lot of people listen to. They're called Wrestling Inc. You yep. guys heard of it? Uh, yeah. What's his name? Matt. Um, Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan used to be on it. He's not on there anymore because uh, he's got a lot of duties as mayor in Florida. Um, yeah. is, is he mayor or is he something else? Yeah, yeah, he's mayor. He is mayor. Um, and he's got a lot to do. So, he, you know, he kind of parted ways with uh, wrestling inc i'm sure he'll be back over there but um 
since then, wrestling had brought in some guys and, and a gal to, to their team. Um, they were discussing this matter. Uh, it was uh, Justin LeVar. Uh-huh. Um, and Justin LeVar, he's in the wrestling scene. Uh, I guess he's, uh, I don't know how long he's been in, but he's a manager like yourself, Rick. So, you know, he, he's been in the wrestling scene. I don't want to say how long. I, I don't know the guy. Um, but then he was with uh, this guy named Alfred Kinau. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to butcher his last name, but I'm I'm going to tell say who it is anyways. This dude, Alfred, said that there was nothing wrong with his rap. He was showing his 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 uh, artistic whatever. I'm not going to quote exactly what he said, but he said that there was nothing wrong with what he said because he's a That's rap ridiculous. artist. Get no. the fuck out. No, no, no. He's not a rap artist. He's a wrestler first. Know your shit. Like he said it. It was. and But then the thing of it is, like they do this thing because I guess they go live on YouTube and on Facebook and people were typing in on YouTube like, yo, what the fuck? What do you mean? There was nothing wrong with what he said. He was talking about the mental issue of that woman and then saying about another uh, what's her name Julia Hart that, yeah that she smelled like fish and yeah. she's 19 years old bro yeah she's, she's still a baby yeah but, but I mean listen you know what's the difference and, and I'm not playing devil's advocate but what's the difference between him his rap and John Cena's rap from years ago what's the difference is there a difference there is a difference there I feel difference. like the, the difference between him and John Cena is that John Cena was doing this at an era where things were allowed. You know, so if John they Cena would, was to do the same rap now, would he still get criticized or would he still get praised? No, he would get criticized. Yeah, for sure. There's so just- this dude did this rap back then. Would he be uh, criticized just as much or no? No, he wouldn't be criticized at all. If he did it back then, you have to know your time. This is a different time period. This is a different era of wrestling. I, I, I agree with you. But my, my thing is, is that uh, the reason why I'm bringing that out is because there is two different eras. It's two different times. But this dude, Alfred from Wrestling Inc., he's a fucking joke. Yeah, he's a fucking joke, you know, and, and I'm like, what does he contribute to, to wrestling? Number one, number two, you know, who the fuck are you to say that that's okay? Yeah. And to say, oh, he's expressing his artistic views as a rap artist. No, he's not a rap artist. He's a wrestler. He's doing professional wrestling. And that's why, like, I have mentioned it a while ago. That's I hate Hit Row. I still hate I don't like the group, period. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's like all of a sudden now you're a rapper. Yeah. You can't make it as, as, a, as a wrestler. So now you try to put rapping into it and act like it's yeah. a big thing. I mean, great. They are improving. I'm not going to take that much away from they are improving, but I still can't stand the rap. Don't act like you're a fucking huge rap artist. You know, this is the thing that this is the difference maker. Our truth does rap Mm -hmm. and he has his stuff on the side, right? He does incorporate some rap into his theme music, but but that's about it. it. That's it. That's all it is about rap. But mm-hmm. he is a rap artist. Like he does his rap, and he keeps it separate from his wrestling. Uh, right. His wrestling world. Yeah. That's what they should be. If you want to be a rapper, be a rapper on the side. That's fine. Mm-hmm. 
but don't come in making raps about people's mental health and people uh, rape and, and talking about people's vagina smelling and all that other stuff. Yeah. Like it's just not funny. Well, the rape like, too is not. That's not cool, man. Yeah, it's not cool to say unjust. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and last I knew, Sammy Guevara got a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. You yeah, know. And he got sent to uh, sensitivity training or some shit like yep. that. So this dude is no exception. And this guy, Alfred, whatever the fuck his name is from Wrestling Inc., you're a piece of shit, dude, if you think that, if you agreed with that. And yeah, I'll say I'll say that to your face. I will. Yep. I have and no that, And that's the sad that thing, is that there are a lot of AEW fanboys out there that are just like calling people snowflakes and calling people names and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Listen, man, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. I, I find myself riding the fine line of in between AEW and WWE. I'm not neither more, yeah. more of a fan. I think of that's how we all are. It's safe to say, yeah. exactly. Um, I ride this line right in right in the middle, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's okay. I think yeah. that's terrible. I think if anybody in WWE did it, it would be terrible. Yeah. It's just not okay for you to do, it's, especially no. mental health, especially yeah. sexual assaults. It's just yeah. not okay to talk about like that. Yep, I totally so. agree. And no, I just wanted like when I heard that show and I heard him actually, I don't want to say he was condoning it, but he was like saying, "Oh, there was nothing wrong with that." It's like, dude, seriously, yeah. he's expressing his artistic. Get the fuck, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. Do my do yourself a favor and get out of the fucking podcasting game because you're not good at it. Yeah, it's not just that. It, there's other things he has said in the past. It's like, dude, seriously, no, no. No, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> you know? Seriously, I can't. I can't stand the guy. He he's 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 bring he brings nothing to the fucking table except fucking trying to. Uh, he's he's a fucking idiot. And like I said, he, to his face. So I mean, I got no problem saying that. Uh, yeah. All right, what else you got, Rick? Well, now it's time for the NXT UK report with our UK correspondent Matt Novak. Matt, take it away. Thanks, Rick. Welcome back to the NXT UK Report. Tonight's show focused heavily on the prior advertised Iron Man match between A-Kid and Jordan Devlin. A video package with clips of multiple Iron Man matches is shown. Um, while Shawn Michaels talks about how grueling the stipulation is, although I'm not sure as this one's only a 30-minute match, exactly how challenging that is for either men. I mean, we see 30-minute matches each week on Raw or SmackDown, so I don't really get it. The first action of the night had Blair Davenport against Zaya Brookside. Both women had a fair share of offence in the match with some decent wrestling on display. Davenport picked up the win via a knee to the side of Zaya's face. Um, this was a very short match and I would have loved to have seen them go a bit more longer and give them more time. But obviously with this week with the Ironman match that just isn't an option um, with the time restrictions. Just, I don't know. I think this is a match I could have held back for another week. It's two really good competitors. Just feel like they were just a bit wasted and lost in the shuffle on this. The next match saw Danny Jones and Josh Morrell versus Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars. Uh, the newly formed team of Mastiff and Stars came into the match trying to establish themselves and build their chemistry. Um, it started off well and they dominated the majority of the match utilising the tag and keeping the fresh man on the attack throughout. Uh, Mastiff picked up the win for his team via rolling die for the pin. It was brutal that thing. I mean he's a big guy and that... Oh, it's like KO's rolling uh, Senton into the bottom. It's crazy. This team brought something we don't see much of in uh, NXT UK, of a big guy, small guy, team dynamic. Um, 
So it could be a really good uh, booking decision putting these two together. And yeah, it'll be really interesting to see where this goes. The 30 minute Ironman match was next. So we're already there, third match in. We're already at the main event. In the early stages of the match, Devlin and Kidd extreme told of the hold and tried to feel each other out. Um, it didn't really go anywhere to start with. It did take a little while to, for them both to get into the match, but I guess they were just biding their time. Um, as the match went on, both men had some near falls, but ultimately it was Devlin who picked up the advantage, locking in an Irish cloverleaf to make a Kid tap, and that made it 1-0. The match picked up the pace after that, and Kidd was able to get on top, hitting a vicious knee strike, following by a Superman punch and locking in his own submission to level the scores one all. Uh, in the final 10 minutes of the match, uh, neither man could dominate and it seemed we might be heading to a draw until Kidd reversed a Devlin side attack uh, into a submission. Devlin tried to uh, fight out of it, but he was locked in for over a minute and it was really well, quite brutal to be fair. Um, so he was forced to tap and to make the score 2-1. It left a few minutes left of the uh, match, so both of them went for it just to really try securing the win or indeed leveling the scores. In the final few seconds Devlin almost managed to pick, uh, pick up a draw um, where he did with a roll up but just didn't really work because uh, the referee went for the count. One, two, boom, 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 bell rung. 50 minutes, well sorry, 30 minutes was up. So it was cost it by a second by the uh, bell. So really good wrestling there to be fair that they managed to get that spot on with the timing. Um, much was entertaining as a whole and kept me engaged but like I said last week it needed to be on a pay-per-view or something. It just took so much time of this show up. I was worried this week we might have been a disappointment but I was wrong. Um, as overall tonight was a very good show throughout the three matches with some great storyline progression. So even though we did only have three matches they were good matches. Just like I said about the Zaya Brookside and Blair Davenport match, I think they could have held that back. It really deserved the bigger stage, as did the uh, Ironman match, to be fair. So that is Matt Novak, and that is the NXT UK report. So they found a way to fit in a 30-minute Ironman match in yes. an hour show. <laughs> so they, they listened to the show, and they said, Oh, great, Scott, we, we can't do this. Out. We can't do this. An hour-long show. We cannot do this. An hour-long Iron Man match. Are we mad? We have to make it 30 minutes. That's what they did. That was like a Jerry Seinfeld British accent mixed into one. You know what I'm saying right there? Yeah. That was um, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Great Scott. 30 minutes. How are we going to do this? Um, but yeah, A-Kid defeated Jordan Devlin. Um... Jordan Devlin is not doing too well, huh? Lost his Cruiserweight title to Santos Escobar. Goes back to NXT UK. Loses to Aiken. He's having, um, a, having a rough time there. Yeah. Not looking too good out there, uh, Devlin. Um, but, yes, with that being said, Tony, on to the rumors. Yes, what I have here, formerly known as Ruby Riot, uh, now Ruby Soho, is rumored yes. to have signed with AEW. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. She got a new do, red hair now. Yeah. Yep. Now, this one was interesting. Uh, Adam Cole, have you guys been hearing about this lately? Oh, yes, baby. Uh, Has reportedly been offered a deal by AEW after his WWE contract expired last month. 
Report states that Cole is negotiating with both WWE and AEW right now and has yet to accept either offer. Adam Cole has been uh, offered multiple contracts from WWE and turned them all down. Now, to add to this, Britt Baker was asked about uh, Adam yes. Cole and is if and is, should he sign with AEW? And you know what she said? No. What she said? She said no. She said Stay no. with NXT. She goes... Who says we can't take over two companies or some shit like that? Yeah. He no. says no. No, he, no, I don't want him to sign with AEW. He can stay over there. See, she also said take over two companies, but she did air quotes. Mm-hmm. Companies. See, yep. they're working together. They're yeah. working together. <laughs> uh, what else do I have? Oh, there was talk of holding NXT TakeOver 36 in Las Vegas, but as as of now, it's scheduled for the Performance Center. Yeah, uh, there's also more things coming up when we talk about in our hot tag news, but uh, yeah, they're already make, starting to make plans for that. And uh, finally, um, did you guys notice the little Easter eggs that happened in AEW this past week? No. No, I didn't. During the promo with the oh yes yes I did see oh. that with the elite yes Gallows yeah. was wearing a Ric Flair Ric Flair robe yep but I'm pretty sure that was Dustin Rhodes's gold gold dust uh, robe uh, <laughs> the Young Bucks were wearing uh, Hawaiian shirts for Bray Wyatt uh, Bray Wyatt when he first became you know when he was doing that uh, weird gimmick in the beginning and Kenny Omega was wearing a Cookie Monster shirt. Uh, yeah. Oh, what the meaning behind that is? CM Punk. Yeah, long time ago, uh, a lot of people were wondering what CM being meant in CM Punk's name, and he said Cookie Monster. <laughs> but uh, he, yeah, he, he but he said that just to fuck with them. There's a meaning behind. And, it. He said and, so. Ever since he said that, they <laughs> they call him Cookie Monster. And Carl Anderson was wearing a. Uh, if you, uh, Bollywood boys, that. yeah, he yeah, was wearing the Bollywood boys butter chicken shirt. Yes. <laughs> so uh, could be. What does it mean? What's it mean? <laughs> they do a lot of Easter eggs in AEW, which, which I tell you, I do appreciate that. Yeah. Really but yeah. uh, it's cool to speculate and stuff like that, and be like, hmm, yeah, is this is but, this gonna happen? But you know what? Those guys are really good at doing shit like that to make people think. Yeah. Because if yeah. you notice, there was nothing on Daniel Bryan. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. The only thing I can think of was when, um, uh, was it Carl Anderson? Was spinning the basketball on his finger to represent the earth, I guess. You know? That's the only thing I could think <laughs> uh, of. Tony, That's I think you're reaching too far into that. I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm reaching. I was reaching. <laughs> but that's the only thing I could think of. But I didn't see no reference to Daniel no. You know, yeah. the other guys, yeah, but Daniel Bryan, no. So, all right, let's go straight into the injury, Clay. For I got a couple injuries this week, but nothing too serious. Cash Wheeler uh, cut him, cut his arm on AEW last week. Oof. He did not miss any time, thankfully, and they stitched him back up in the back. And same thing goes for Nia Jax. When she got cut on her face, uh, they stitched her in the back, and she shouldn't miss any time. Wow. Good. Yeah, both both were look gruesome, but I gotta say, Cash Wheelers, you saw it when they showed it. They showed yes. it like they got hooked. Oh my god! Cash is Cash is scary. That ah. minute, it's like ugh. 
I was just it's so grotesque to even show that on TV. The mm. skin getting pulled. Oh. <laughs> I yeah, I, I saw that. That was pretty gross. It was fucking disgusting. That was man. pretty gross. Yeah. Ugh. Nasty. Yes. All right. Uh, let's go straight into the hot tag news this week. Is what are your thoughts on WWE returning to the Thunderdome? Yes. Uh, with recent uh, things happening going on in the world, uh, it's apparent that it seems like uh, their backup plan is to go back to the Thunderdome and even as close as SummerSlam, they're thinking. But I did uh, find out right before the show that, uh, no, they're still sticking with uh, Las Vegas as being the venue. They had spoken with the city. Nice. And they say that as far as they know, they should be good for SummerSlam. Um, The only thing that they are asking is for everybody to mask up. So, yeah. to me, I'm one of the old school types. It's like, all right, you got vaccinated and this is still going on. What's really going on? Um, Amen. But uh, yeah, but that that's just me. A lot of people feel different about it. And that's fine. You can. But uh, I also have my opinions on it. What are you guys thoughts on it? Um, I'm glad that they're going to be doing the show still. I'm glad that they're going back to the Dome. I'm one of those people that uh, you got vaccinated, but they're telling you to mask up still. Just fucking do it for now. That's the way I look at it. Um, just till we get this whole thing straightened out. I like the numbers are rising again. So just trying to stay away from the to going back to what we went through for the last year and a half. Like that's just something I don't want to deal with again. I'll deal with wearing a mask a little bit longer. It's fine. Um, but with this all being said, uh, yeah, you cannot you cannot tease me like this. You can't get me. Give me the live crowd and then say, oh, no, we're going back to the Dome. No, you can't do that to me. You can't do it. I swear to God, I'll jump off a bridge if you do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't do that. Um, don't do that. Don't uh, don't take it away, please. Clay, what are your thoughts? I agree. Uh, just the whole fact that we got all excited that the crowd is back. Everybody else, you know, City wise is looking good, you know. Sports wise, they're coming back in at 100% capacity, and now they're talking about bringing back to the Thunderdome. It's like we've already been through the year and a half problems. If you got to mask up, you know, mask up. You've already been wearing it for a year and a half now. It, to keep live crowds and you got to mask up, just do it. Just do mm-hmm. it. It ain't. I mean, vaccinated or not. Um, I'm. I hate. I hate that they're thinking about that but i'm glad they are for a plan b i'm excited that the venue's still going on for SummerSlam, and just just i don't know just keep doing what they say to do i guess i mean we got to get this under control and keep everybody healthy and safe so mm-hmm. do that i totally agree matt novak says although they are so restricted it's just going to be hard watching them tread water until they can continue with their plans they have for SummerSlam because they won't uh want to waste waste it in the thunderdome that's true daniel franschioni says will not watch wow yeah yeah he said he will not watch it that's what he said uh jesse luciano he said huh like he doesn't know what's going on, and I'm glad Rick, you explained it to him. You said, "Listen, bro, this is what's going on." Anyway, uh, Eric Newton said, "Big mistake if they do." 
Daniel uh, Dan Blue, he says, if they do, I will watch SummerSlam, but I will go back to not watching Raw anymore. Okay. Adam Stewie says, honestly, I think there is a world of possibility in cinematic wrestling that has barely scratched the surface. I definitely could get behind the third show Thunderdome Thursdays with the only with only cinematic content. That said, Raw and SmackDown are better with a live audience and just doing regular wrestling without the audience was subpar. Um, Eric Newton responded to him and said, if used sparingly, I agree. The problem is WWE will beat the horse to death if they go have to go back to that. He's listen, not, listen, he's listen, not lying there. Listen, do not give me another show of wrestling, all right? I'm not going to do watch <laughs> Thursday night, Thunderdome. I'm not. I repeat, I am not watching another no. a fourth wrestling show, a fifth, sixth wrestling show. Yeah. Enough is enough, and it's time to change. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Tommy Smith says, it doesn't matter to me. They'll do what they want to do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's another point. At the end of the day, we don't want to see it go back to the third of the but we're going to watch. But we're going to watch, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But like what you said, Rick, that's just too much. Come on, man. That is just way too much. Mm-hmm. Oh. As AEW <laughs> brings in Rampage. I, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that we got to cover. Fuck. Um, but it's only an hour. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's only an hour. Uh, with that being said, it's time to take a quick pause for the cause. When we come back, we will have This Week in Wrestling. I promise Prince Brian Pillman Jr. Now, Here's the inside scoop. If you aren't listening to the Wrestling POV podcast, then you are not quite in the know. And I'm in the know. And I know that they're talking about me, Brian Pillman Jr., the clearly the fastest rising star in independent wrestling history. So head on over to the Wrestling POV podcast. Thank you all very much. This is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV and pick up one of seven shirts available. Yes, seven shirts available at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV Podcast for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. You guys, I'm telling you right now to have these shows running we need to get funding in. So buy a shirt, help support us, um, and we'll keep giving you content out there, all right? And yeah. that, let's not forget, we have the biggest pay-per-view of the summer coming up, SummerSlam. And with that being said, with SummerSlam coming up, we have the pay-per-view points game coming in, mm-hmm. and that is when we start getting heavy. Yes, I said heavy like I'm in a 1985 movie, Back to the Future. Things are getting heavy, Doc. There's that word again, heavy. What does it mean? Well, heavy <laughs> means that things are going down. It's about to go down. Yes, you guys can win a custom-made Wrestling POV Podcast Championship Belt, Undisputed Championship Belt. It is available by playing the pay-per-view points game from SummerSlam 2021 to SummerSlam 2022. We're going to have a NASCAR Rules pay-per-view points game and we're including AEW pay-per-views in there as well mm-hmm. so don't miss out on this opportunity to win yourself a custom-made undisputed wrestling POV championship belt by playing the world famous wrestling POV pay-per-view points game yes. coming up at SummerSlam so don't miss out on that mm-hmm. um, and you're going head-to-head against the wrestling POV crew who's trying to keep the title mm-hmm. we're not losing yes. it 
I'm not losing it. I'm taking it home. It's going to be on my mantle. <laughs> With that being said, Tony, let's get raw. All right. Uh, raw this week, low points. Uh, the, the one that stuck out the most for me was Lashley's promo. Uh, he's actually been killing it lately, but uh, this past Monday, I was just not really into it for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, I gave it a one. Rick, what was your low point? My lowest point was Lashley and Goldberg's promo to open up the show. I gave it a point five. Mm-hmm. Goldberg, what the hell were you talking about? He forgot his lines. I know he did. He it's forgot his lines. lines. Yeah. And uh, so he was trying to make shit up. I'll kill you. That's what I'll do. Yeah. <sighs> and 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 I'll kick your ass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and then um uh, and then, and then, uh and then no, wait a minute. You're next. Um, yeah. Who's next? Now, it's funny that you're bringing that up because a lot of people were like, wait a minute. That's Goldberg's son? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could not <laughs> decipher the fact that Goldberg's son aged. and But that's a big freaking growth spurt, man. Yeah. Holy shit. When I saw it, I was like, good luck. That, that's him. Holy shit. Yeah, I saw training videos. He trains with his dad all the time. Yeah, so yeah. that's wow. that's awesome for him, but your dad sucks. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh man. That being said, uh yep. Miss TV was also terrible with Damian Priest. He gave that a point five as well. I will say this though, the Miz had me laughing in this one. Ugh. Yeah, well, so no, funny. No, the the Miz had me laughing. I mean, the rest of the shit, I was like, oh Jesus pretty bad but no the liz the, the liz the miz had me laughing oh, well not me 0.5 all right clay what was your low point i had to give a 0. 0.5 to the goldberg bobby lashley promo it's like what the hell like you guys said he lost his train of thought i guess uh was just rambling on shit and it's like what is going on here mm-hmm. and i also gave a one to do drop versus tamina I did not really enjoy wow. this match. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really? too impressed with it. Yeah, and even afterwards, when uh, what saved it for me was when Alexa Bliss came up and was making fun of Eva Marie, and mm-hmm. and the loser is yeah. Eva Marie. I thought that was pretty funny. So yes, I, just, was. I just wow. gave it one. Rick out of curiosity. What did you give that match? I gave it a two point five. So did I. I. Really, really? I really enjoyed yeah. it. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Dewdrop and Tamina. Tamina is. Growing on me, she's yeah. doing a lot better at, I, at, I, at this point of her career. Yeah. The one point that I do hate, and well, I think we'll get into it on SmackDown too. Why are you making Tamina lose every every you know every match? Yeah, like even on SmackDown too, it's like, well, mm-hmm. she didn't lose this one, but I'm just throwing it out um, there. I think that's just to show you that she's a tag team wrestler now. Yeah, and she needs to have her partner with her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, that, I mean, yeah, I mean, Rick, you're saying that you're being impressed by Tamina. Who I'm impressed with is uh, uh, Dewdrop. Yes. You know, I'm very impressed with a girl her size, and I'm not. I'm not saying anything about her size, but a girl that that big. I'm sorry, she moves pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. she does. She does. She that girl can wrestle. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, high points uh, for me. I had a couple of them. Um, I had Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee. I thought this match was really good. It reminded me of the, the match they had it back in NXT. I gave it a three and a half. Um, as, as a side note, um, 
I'm not happy with Cross losing, but Keith Lee did kind of need it this win. Oh, yes, and he did. He did big time. So that's why I wasn't too angry at that, but they need to show where they're going. A lot of speculation out there is that uh, they're trying to test Karrion. Um, my thing is, is that this is not the right time to test him. Um, he's been on, he's at, he has his big feud with Samoa Joe um, undefeated. And then you beat him twice already on raw. Uh, you better and get, doesn't get mentioned. Go ahead. Right. Like he doesn't get any mentions of Samoa Joe on Monday nope. Night Raw. No. Nope. Nope. It would make sense. It would make more sense if like let's just say Samoa Joe did his entrance music. Everybody fucking pops. Oh shit, Samoa Joe. And uh, Joe cost him the match. Exactly. That would make more sense. But uh that's a whole different conversation, I guess. But uh, no, that was uh, that was a very, very good match, though. I got to give them credit. Keith Lee and them, too. They pretty much beat the shit out of each other. I gave it a three and a half. But there was something that I thought was more better than that. And that was the main event. Nikki versus Charlotte. I gave it a four, man. This match, yes. I'm telling you. It, it, how can I say this? Charlotte put in the work. Yes, she did. So did Nikki. Yep. Nikki played it off perfectly, exactly what she's supposed to do. She did. I've been saying this for weeks and Rick doesn't believe me. It's it was good. I gave it a four. That's how much I liked it. Rick, with your with your disgust. Oh, man. What was your high point? That was my high point. <laughs> Nikki defeating Charlotte. I gave it a three. Um, but I disagree with you. It wasn't Nikki at all. This was all Charlotte. Charlotte did everything from beginning to end. No, Nikki, Charlotte shows you expressions in this match really made this match too. Yeah, it was I. Right. It was all about the sympathy for her, and that's it what was doing in this yes. match. Yes, because yes. Charlotte whooped that ass. Yes, she said, she get did. that ass over here, boy, and she <laughs> whipped it. She, she did. whipped it good. Uh, yeah, yeah so uh. See what I did there? Whip it. Whip it good. Oh, uh, D-Roll. Uh, huh? yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, three highest points. Dun, 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 dun. No, okay. But, like MC Hammer. Can't touch this. Dun, 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 dun. All right. No way. All right, Clay, what was your high points? That I agree with you guys. My highest point was Nikki A.S.H. versus Charlotte Flair. I gave it a three. Charlotte beat the shit out of her. You got that story of feeling bad for Nikki yeah. after that whole beat down there. And like you said, Tony, she worked it great. Uh, be, her being kind of the underdog as w- Raw Women's Champion is kind of e with me, but it makes sense. Hold it on, makes- hold on, hold on. You're not getting away with that. What the hell is e? <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, more like eh, but E came All out. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, more like eh, but just E came out. That's a, that's a clay thing. That's a clay thing. So I say that. So, you know, and having Nikki win this match made a lot of sense. So I gave it a three and a half. I really enjoyed this. Okay. Uh, before we get to the overalls, my other side note I had was that in the beginning of Raw, there were a lot of Bray Wyatt chants. Did you guys hear yes. that? Yes. We want Wyatt. Yeah. And uh, don't ask me to say what Rick just said, because I won't say it. But that's what I said. There was a lot of Wyatt chants. Oh, come uh, on. You can join the E with me and Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. in there. But um, <laughs> the thing of it is, did you guys hear what uh, Ronda Rousey Oh, Lord. 
God. But wait a minute. To be fair, she's not wrong. They never did that during a Bray Wyatt match. What? They never did that. They never did that during a Bray Wyatt match. The one time they did. Because they were pissed off because the way he was being booked or some shit like that. No, they were doing that during Cesaro matches. With the beach ball. Yeah, it was during the Cesaro matches. I'm pretty sure they did do that during his match. And I think, I think Ronda Rousey wow. needs to just stay her ass home and shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. But Thank you, you. No, she's not wrong. I don't think she's wrong at all. At all. She's, yeah, she don't know what she's talking about. She's wrong. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Overall, I gave Raw a 2.23 this week. Rick? I gave Raw 1.9 this week. Clay? I gave Raw 1.8. All right. Uh, all right. It's time for AEW Dynamite. Boom. <laughs> All right, low points of AEW this week has to be Britt Baker and Red Velvet's promo. Gave that a point five. Red Velvet, where the hell are you coming from, girl? You coming <laughs> in trying to mix it up with Britt Baker, trying to get a title opportunity? You're twenty two and four on dark. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about Dynamite? Where have you been? Exactly. I haven't seen you since Jade. A, and you know what? Not only what? that, Jade too. Where the fuck she been? But you know what? They brought up a good point on Wrestling POV Global this week where they were like, I wouldn't mind if Jade got a title opportunity before Red Velvet because at least Jade has that attitude where mm-hmm. she's like, I'm that bitch. But <laughs> Red Velvet is coming off as a heel. Then Britt Baker's coming off as a baby face. And then they switch him back and forth. They're like, yeah. I was just so confused during this whole promo. Uh, so yeah. that's why I gave it a point five. That was my lowest point. Tony, what was your lowest point of AEW? Uh, well, I had a couple of them. I'll be a little bit different because I do agree with the Brit promo, but even Hangman's promo, I didn't like. I was just like, yeah. all right, where are you? But the thing of it is, I'm hearing a lot now that they're saying that he's not even going to be in the fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> and not only he's gonna not going to have the match, he's not even going to be at the pay-per-view period. So my thing is they need to get somewhere pretty quick with this. Um, but yeah, no, I just I, I didn't like it. That was my low point. All right, Clay. For me, it had to be the Britt Baker Red Velvet promo. It wasn't really for Britt. Like, I, I enjoy Britt Baker and like the character she's doing. It's the Red Velvet thing. And then we go back to the AEW rankings. Like, are we really going to rank yep. Dark up there? Like, and <laughs> like, oh, I deserve a title. No. Like, Red Velvet hasn't been on Dynamite in months. Yep. And now all of a sudden she's supposed to be in the title picture? No. The title's yeah. bigger than her. And that's the thing. But I do have something to put into the book. Uh Oh. Oh. I feel like Cody's damn ego needs to go back in the book. (laughs) That whole ending of the match, taking so long, acting like he has this fucking ego of retiring. And then, of course, Malachi Black comes in, kicks kicks his ass, and then done. Which is fine. Right, and yeah. it is, but you took forever to get something out, Cody. It is not about you, brother. But yeah. not only that, to add to that, exactly what you had just said, it's not all about you. He took that whole match away from uh, Malachi yeah. Black. Exactly. Yep. He exactly. Did. And he made it all about himself. Even though he got the win, he still was like, wait a minute, but it's still about me, guys. Come on. No. No, look, pay attention to me. Look, I'm going to cut this emotional promo now. Guys, please listen. I'm going to take my boot off. That's what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to tease it. It's all about me. Why do you guys let me keep going with this? Jesus Christ. Let's <laughs> see how far you were going. you going to go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was running out of words. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. It's all about me. But, all but right. Hey, Cody's damn ego. You just made the book. Again. But not only that, why did they give Cody Marco Stunt's crutches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got a point. That was a short fucking crunch. What was he supposed to do with that? Yeah, I get hit with it. That's about it. But uh, speaking of short, I also have to say Layla Hirsch's match against the Bunny, I gave that a one. I I was just not impressed by it. And now she's going for an NWA title match. So uh, that's a little weird. And also, Everize gets signed by AEW. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Jesus. 2.0. And Daniel Garcia mm-hmm. also gave that a one against Moxley, Darby, and Kingston. Now, the thing that bothered me is that you call these three big names out and then nothing happens afterwards. Like, nobody comes in to challenge them or no yeah. big villain comes out. It's but, just like but a regular not, match. Not only that, there's a couple of things I want to talk about that since you brought it up, Rick. Yep. Darby Allen again. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't see it. I don't like him. He comes out like he is bigger than life. And, bro, you're not. But what made it worse is what they said about Darby Allen during that match. He did something. I forgot what it was. But it's not so much what he did. It's so much of what the commentary said about him. I think it was from Tony Schiavone. It makes me embarrassed to even be a Tony that he said this. (laughs) He said that about Darby Allen. He said the truck ran him over. What the fuck? Seriously? Do you really said that? Why do I look like Robert De Niro there? But he said, <laughs> you saw that? I was like, really? <laughs> Circle of trust? So what the fuck you say? <laughs> talking to me? I'm watching on Zoom and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, why do I look like Robert De Niro? Anyway. <laughs> Fucking hey. Hey. Going on with this goddamn show. Um, but he said that about Darby Allen. The truck ran him over. What? Darby? Darby Allen? Is that what? He's a truck? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Oh my God. I'm or, just... or like a Prius. And, <laughs> and if, if this show wasn't bad enough this week, Juventus Guerrero. Mm. Oh, man. It, it, it Out of curiosity, what did guy. you guys give that match? I gave it a one and a half. So did just I. Just being nice. I, I was did. really. I gave it a two. I was, I was being nice. You being more nice than us. But <laughs> yeah. then check this shit out. The AEW fanboys are saying that this match was better than the last three years of WWE. No. 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 Wait. No. That's Hell. serious. That's what they said. Oh my god! <laughs> yep, Hoovy, Hoovy, oh man, Hoovy juice, Hoovy. Yep. And, and, and you know what? They brought up a good. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and enough with tearing the mask. Come on, yeah. yeah. I don't How like many times you do that just because they got a mask? Now you want to tear it? It's enough. Yeah. I thought they brought up a good point on Global again when they said that Hooven too should have did just grappling. They should have yeah. never had him try to do the lucha style. He could not do a hurricanrana to save his life. He couldn't. Now, is it on Hoovy or is it on Jericho? It's on both. 
It's yeah, on both. Well, Jericho tried it. This was a very him. sloppy match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Definitely. But uh, let's get into some high points of AEW. Oh, shit. Damn, we still got that. (laughs) I mean, I think the highest point for me was uh, Malachi Black defeating Cody. It gave it a three. I think uh, Cody selling with the knee was working, but Malachi just is in a different level with his striking. So I gave that a three. And I love the the Dutch song he came out to. I forgot the name of the band he came out to. But. that, yeah, his mask was badass. The entrance was, awesome. was badass. That was a great entrance. Yep. So I gave that a three. Tony, what was your high points of well, AEW? I, though I do agree with you, Rick, on that, but I took points off because of that Cody promo, so I, yep. I gave it a two and a half overall. But the one match that really impressed me, it was Lee Johnson versus Miro. I gave it a three. I really yep. enjoyed this match. It was the first time seeing Miro in front of a live crowd. Um he looks good as the TNT champion. Um, I'm glad he's away from that bullshit best friend bullshit or best man. Uh, yes. Leave him be, leave him by himself. And he's really, he's kicking ass. And I was impressed. The crowd is behind him. What's yes. that? The crowd is behind him. Yes. Totally. Oh, yeah, yes. of course. Um, and I was impressed with Lee Johnson, too. So that's why I gave this match a three. All right. And also, I have to mention, during the Black and Cody match, when Cody was giving his little presentation at the end, the crowd was chanting, nah, 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 nah. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) So they were just like, get the fuck out of here, bro. We're done with you. (laughs) Uh, Clay, what was your high point of AEW this week? Same as Tony. It had to be the Miro-Lee Johnson match. I gave it a three. Love that Miro's dominating like he should. Uh And the thing is with me, Miro's trying to play a heel, but the crowd is so behind behind him. him. He's he's maybe turning. I don't think he's turning baby face, but he needs to stay a heel. Mm -hmm. And I was also impressed with Lee Johnson uh, keeping up with Miro, having some good spots in this match. But Miro was just too dominant in this. He looked great. I love him as TNT champion. And let's roll with Miro. So I gave it a three. Mm-hmm. All right. Overalls, I gave AEW this week a 1.6. Tony? I gave it a 1.88. There were some good points in AEW, but even though it sounded like we bashed it, but there was some good <laughs> there was some good points in AEW, so I gave it a 1. All right. Clay? I gave it a 2. Wow. All right, All right, Clay. All right. We're going right into NXT. Low points for me the, was the main event for me was Johnny Gargano versus Dexter Loomis and mm-hmm. uh, oh love fucking st- stupid. I'm tired of the storyline. This is they so couldn't stupid. even make out right. No, <laughs> no, they couldn't either. And you can tell that this is a bunch of bullshit. This whole storyline with uh, what they call index index or whatever that index, name is. Yeah. yeah, it's like shut up. This whole yeah. thing is dumb. Of course, Johnny gets the victory here, and I'm done with the Dexter Loomis character. I just hated this whole thing, so I gave it a point five. Wow. Yeah. What um, was your low point? My low point was Hit Road defeating Legado del Fantasma and mm. uh, disqualification. I just don't understand. I'm I'm pretty sure we're headed towards war games with these yeah. with these two factions. Uh, That's what it looks but, like. Yeah. But they would have to add somebody to each side to make it four on four. But uh, I think we're going towards war games between these two teams. I gave it a 1.5 total. Wow. 
All right. And Tony, what was your low points? Yeah, it was Gargano versus Dexter. I gave it a one. It, and I put in quote in my notes, too much. It was just too much going on. It was stupid. They, I hate it. they didn't stick to what the stipulation was. No. No. The stipulation no. was lover lever the whole night. Lover yeah. lever, lover lever, lover lever. And Johnny yeah. Gargano wins. That's yeah. like, again. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but not only that, though, it, it just doesn't it, like I have it on my side notes. Does anybody even care about this whole Indian Dexter love storyline? I don't. Absolutely it's not. A, it's pretty cool. It's no. not bad. No. no. Oh, I gave it a one. It was just terrible. It's not terrible. Bad. Too much. There was too much going on that I was just, oh, stop already. It's enough. Yes. High points for me of NXT was Trey Baxter versus Joe Gacy. I gave it a three. I like this Trey Baxter. I really do. How he and he kind of reminds me of a smaller Buddy Murphy. So in a way, in a way, he wrestles uh, the way he goes with things. He kind of reminds me of a smaller Buddy Murphy. And I enjoyed these two going at it. So I gave it a three. Uh, Tony, your high points of NXT. Yeah, um, though I do agree with you on that. I didn't score it that high, but those two that I gave a three to, and that was L.A. Knight and Grimes versus Grizzly Young Veterans. I like this match. I like the fact that uh, Grimes came out in his little butler suit. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny, but the match in itself was good. But I also gave it three to Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. I thought that was a good match, even though I was anything of this. I was not looking forward to this match. But I liked it. I was like, okay, this was good. Yeah. So I gave that one a three, two. Yeah. All right. And Rick, what was your high points? Well, I have to first correct Tony on one thing. Um, it was Cameron Grimes and LA Knight versus the grizzled <laughs> young veterans. <laughs> I but, got uh, throat. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> my uh, highest point was, and I know I bashed Bobby Fish in the beginning, but it was <laughs> Roderick Strong defeating Bobby Fish. I thought it was a good match. I gave it a 2.5. It was my highest point of oh. NXT this week. NXT, um, I told you uh, since you brought it up that we should start rating NXT a little bit tougher since they've won three years in a row. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing it. It's It wasn't that great of a show this week for me. So 2.5 was my highest point. Wow. All right. Overall for NXT, I gave it a 1.7 this week. Rick, what was your overall? I gave it 1.9. All right. And Tony? I get a 1.75. Wow. All right. All right. It's now time for the SmackDown breakdown. <laughs> All right. My lowest point of SmackDown uh, had to be Nakamura defeating Apollo in the disqualification. Gave it a 1.5. Um, I, I just don't know why we're having so many disqualifications. Like, Let's just not have the big guys outside the ring anymore. Let's just move on from it. Uh, Commander Aziz, I'm over. I can't wait for him to turn on Apollo because that's what they usually do. Remember Deacon Batista and and uh, Devon Dudley and all yep. the other big guys that come out, Diesel and Sean. It's just it's bound to happen. So hopefully it happens sooner rather than later. Clay, what was your low point of SmackDown this week? For me, it was the same thing. King Nakamura versus Apollo Crews. As much as I liked uh, King Nakamura's entrance, looking at Pat McAfee in the back, jumping on the table, <laughs> I really I really enjoyed that. I will always enjoy it. But this match was just not there. I'm not saying it was terrible, but the, the other guys involved just uh, wasn't for me. So I gave it a one and a half. That was my lowest point of SmackDown. All right, Tony. Uh, the lowest point I had was a point five, and that was Sasha's promo. 
did not like it. Did not <laughs> and of course, yeah, she had to do the laugh. And I was just like, oh, God, that's why your ass is in the book. But uh, yeah, I gave that a 0. 0.5. I can't. Right. I can't. You know, there's no defending that, Clay. There, there isn't. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. What? What? What'd you say, Clay? Are we erasing you? We're taking you out? Huh? <laughs> I, I can't defend her. Oh, right. all right. You got a little close there. You're getting warm. You're warm. <laughs> <laughs> all right the highest point you know um clay the funny thing is i got a message from uh tj logan and he's like uh so what does clay have to do to get out the book and then i was like the hell if i know <laughs> <laughs> uh, i totally forgot um <laughs> smackdown high points for me it was just a uh, I gave it to the Street Profits defeating the Dirty Dogs. Gave it a three. I thought it was a great tag team match. Back and forth action. Dirty Dogs finally got a t-shirt. So uh, Josh yeah. Sanders was happy about that. Uh, I thought they had a t-shirt already. No, nah, this is their first t-shirt now. Are you sure? Um, well, they had a t-shirt with themselves, but it wasn't on sale. Now they right. finally have one on sale on WWE Shop. You sure? I'm yeah. positive. I, I remember searching I remember for those that. shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and the shirts are atrocious, by the way. I would never buy one. Uh, Clay, uh, what is your high point to SmackDown? And you know what? With this, you guys might give me some shit, but I really, my highest point was a 2.5. I gave it to Edge and Seth Rollins' promo. It was good. It, I agree with you. it was good. It, it was really good because I felt like Edge was actually making sense. In the whole thing, Seth from via via satellite, and <laughs> it was it was intense. I felt the, you know, the intensity with it, and that they brought back the storyline from 2014, which yep. I never really thought of again until they said something, which makes sense in this storyline. So they're you know duking it out, and it makes me looking forward to this match. So I gave it a two and a half. Yeah, I agree with you. I also gave that a two and a half. That was one of my higher points as well. Tony, what is your high point of SmackDown? Honestly, the one that stuck out for me the most was Bianca Belair versus Zelina Vega. I like the match. I thought it was I good. I gave it a three. Yeah. Um, Zelina, I think they need to push her a little bit more, even though she's short, but she can still, she can, she's getting there. In they jay her, though. They jay her. They did. They, they, they took away her title shot. I didn't yeah. like that one. Yeah, they did. Um, for uh, for a minute there, I thought she was going to win this one, but uh, I, the storyline in itself, though, and and on SmackDown between those two was good. So I gave it a three. All right. Overall, SmackDown this week, I gave a two point two. Clay, okay. what was your high point? I mean, your overall. Sorry. Overall, I gave it a two point one. Wow, Tony. Well, before I give you my overall, I do have a couple side notes. Cole, uh, uh, he messing up in the beginning of the commentary. Like, it got to the point where Pat McAfee was correcting him. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Uh, and Dominic, he tells Ray in the back, I don't need you to be out there. But he was still there. Yeah. So yeah. That kind of didn't make sense. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.72 this week. Wowzers. All right, so let's go over Raw versus AEW versus NXT versus SmackDown and coming soon, Rampage. 
Currently, AEW and NXT are tied at five with Raw four and SmackDown with a two. Um, I'm going to go with myself first. I went with SmackDown this week. I gave it a 2.2. That's my highest point. Raw and NXT with a 1.9, and AEW was the worst show this week with a 1.6. Tony, what was your overall highest? How I have it here in my notes is Raw, AEW, NXT, and SmackDown, but I'm going to reverse the SmackDown with NXT. I'm even going to reverse it with AEW. Um, But I'm going to go with Raw this week. I'm going to change my shit up, though. I'm going to go with Raw, SmackDown, AEW and then NXT. I think NXT was the worst show this week. All right. And last but not least, Clay Cummings. For me, how I have it is I have SmackDown, AEW, Raw, and NXT is the worst show. And I think I'm going to stick to my guns and I'm going to say that SmackDown was the best show for this week. And that's how I have it. All right. So (laughs) SmackDown is going to go up to three this week. So currently still in last place, though, as AEW and NXT have five, Raw with four, SmackDown with three. Tony, let's open up the book. All right. Those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling, and we do it just to get a good laugh. That was That's pretty much that it. you did that like that. Yeah. What? That was ridiculous that you did that like that. It was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Yes, yes, sir. Drew's Dragon Breath. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Just Dragon Breath. <laughs> I think we can take it out. I was yeah. really trying to pay attention to Drew this week, and I was just like, is he doing it? <laughs> no, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Nope. But it, but we put Dragon Breath in there because it was because of a collective, not just Drew. Yeah. yeah. Right. The way. Stays Damn. after this week. Right. Tony's hatred for Sasha because he sucks. Well, obviously, after what he just said two minutes ago, stays. Yep. Play. Stays. Why? You don't even know why the <laughs> fuck I'm in there. <laughs> That's all I remember. That's <laughs> all I remember. Oh, my goodness. So he remembers Heyman's googly eyes. Stays. stays. Morrison's cock-a-doo-doo-doo. Oh, stays. Sasha's stays. ghetto laugh. <laughs> did it she yep. did it apollo's non-accent this stays. <laughs> drew storytelling he hasn't really been doing that but he's hinting. No. he's hinting. yeah i say we'll give say, it another week a couple weeks yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. uh baldy sam go fuck yourself fuck him Aziz's uh jacket stays. stays jake the snake's choppers where's jake been he Ryan? was there Wait, he was he there during um I say right, where's he been? Lance yeah. wasn't even there. Jake, where the fuck are you? <laughs> That's what we're another week. The book. Jake, where the <laughs> fuck are you? Um, we'll see next week. Uh Gender's beard ball spot. Stays. stays. Bianca's banana booty butt. Stays. That's your thing, Stace. That stays. <laughs> Sazero. Stays. I like saying it. Omas's choppers. Stays. stays. Kevin good match with Riddle, though. What's that? He had a good match with Riddle. He did. This week. He did. He did. I give him credit. Kevin Dunn's camera shots. Stays. Charlotte Stilettos. Stays. She did it again. Yeah. How's she? Oh, man. Women, the ladies, the women, explain yourselves. How the fuck do you guys do that? 
No. With the stilettos like that. I don't get it either. Skills. Skills. I would break my damn ankles. I think, yeah. Yeah. Reggie's lost accent. Stays. Dakota's Lucy Dukes. (laughs) Stays. Every time I see them now, they're like worse. Oh, I thought Ricky was going to share that. You had those Lucy Dukes. <laughs> when he stood up. He's like, well, look at my Lucy Dukes. Hey. <laughs> uh, the new entrant into the book, Cody's Damn Ego. Stays. All right. That's it for the show. Uh, right after we close out the show, we're going to have the five-second shuffle championship. And yes. all that is, is uh, I just play a random song. It's a wrestling entrance song and AEW's included, WWE's included, and now ECW's in the mix too. So uh, these guys need to really get on their game. Uh, right now, the current champion is Clay Cummings. Yes. Wow. Title now. Uh, after Elio had to relinquish the title because he could not defend it. And uh, and that's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week. Well, we'll give you guys more content as we get in closer to SummerSlam. Uh, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the $50 man. Clay Cummings. And the third wheel. Rick Sorrell the third. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right. Uh, Clay, you have champion's advantage. Uh, you can either go first or pass it on to Rick. I'll go first. All right, here's your first one. Is that Snitsky? No, it's not. Rick. Is that Batista? No, it's not. It's Scotty Riggs from WCW. Mm. Scotty Riggs. Yep. All righty, Rick, this one is for you. Charlotte Flair. Yes, Charlotte Flair. And look at the picture that they put for her. Wow. wow. Isn't that crazy? I was old. You, you would think that would update it, but <laughs> don't. Right? Now, I will say this before we go on with the next song. Clay, Yes. every time you go first, you don't get the softball. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. You would have had the Charlotte one if you had chose Rick to go first. That's true. I'm just saying that's just what's been happening. We're every just throwing time. it out there. We're just throwing it out there. <laughs> throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your face. All right. Uh, so this one goes to Clay. Rick's up one nothing. Here you go. You really want to guess? Repo man. Yes, Repo man. You're. It is tied up at one. Rick, this is for you. Is that that sounds old school? Is that Tajiri? No, it is not. Clay for the steal. Let's say Hideo Tommy. No, it is not. It is Kai and Tai. Oh, it was old school. Kai and Tai, yes. Yeah. Good guesses, though. Good guesses. Uh, All right, this goes to Clay, Clay, right? Yep. Yep. All right, here you go. Uh, is that Fandango? No, it is not. Rick for the steal. Is that Shark Boy? Yes, it is. Wow. Yes, it is. Wow. Oh, shit, Shark Boy. Yes, good one. Good one. Wow, what a steal. Uh, you're up two to one, right? Yep. So you can be up three to one with this one. Here you go. Come on. You know I got you. Yeah. 
Chris Jericho. Yes, Chris Jericho. Up three to one. Clay, this is for you. You can get a little closer. Cedric Alexander. Yes, Cedric Alexander. You are on the board. Three to two. Rick, That's this- one of my favorite themes, right? By the way. Really? Yes. Really? I love, yes. I love that song. Okay. Yeah. Here you go, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Rhodes? Dusty Rhodes, yes. The look on Clay's face he was like, son of a bitch. See, this yeah. is what happened. You could have gotten this if you chose the Rick to go first. I know. All right, Rick's up four to two. Rick, you need uh Rick. Clay, you need this one to at least creep a little closer. Here you go. Is that Undertaker? Yes, The Undertaker. <laughs> it's, it was a different scene for him, apparently. So, I mean, the thing of it is with The Undertaker, with his music, they ch- they do change it up once in a while, but it still sounds the same. I bought, I, I downloaded one where they had like 25 different versions of his songs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, all right, you're on the board four to three. Rick. Yeah. Will this one be a softball for you for the win? Here you go. Is that uh, Miro? Yes. Miro's new theme when he was first with uh, AEW for the uh, best friends. Yes. There you go. Holy yep. shit. Rick wins it this week. Uh, Clay, uh, just it was just advice, brother. See, this could have been you. I know. <laughs> but it's not. It's me. It's me, Austin. <laughs> oh boy, we don't know the rights. Miro. I'm the best. I'm the best man. I'm the best. I'm the best man.